0: Hey, people, this episode of The Mark and Tom Show is sponsored by Those Who Teach, the new comedy on True TV. Adam Clayton Holland, Andrew Orvidal, and Ben Roy of the Denver-based comedy troupe The Grawlick star as three troublemaking teachers, along with Maria Thayer as the school librarian. This season, with a new principal around, they're forced to take their schemes to greater lengths in order to keep their jobs, their friends, and their dignity. It's going to be a long year. The A.V. Club calls it relentlessly, defiantly funny. Those Who Teach, Thursdays at 10.30 p.m., 9.30 central on True TV. We're also sponsored by Your Pretty Faces Going to Hell, an
1: original series from Adult Swim. It's a workplace comedy set in hell, literally hell, where demons deal with love, sex, religion, existential dread, and dealing with the world's lousiest boss, all while having to stab some unfortunate soul with a pitchfork. Season 3 premieres October 23rd at 11.30 p.m. on Adult Swim, with guest stars like Andy Daly, John Glazer, and Eddie Pepitone. You can catch up with the first two seasons on adultswim.com. The show is nominated for an Emmy, but it lost to Rob Corddry, I think. But watch it anyway. Your pretty face is going to hell
0: on Adult Swim. Now it's time for the Mark and Tom show. This is a thing that uh, my friend Tom Sharpling and I have done a few times. We just sit down on the mics and try to figure things out. We did three of these in the past, and you used to only be able to get them on iTunes, but now they're all part of Howl Premium. Go to Howl.fm and use the code WTF to start your subscription to Howl, where you can get thousands of hours of podcasts, including all the WTF archives. Yup. And don't forget to
1: check out my show, The Best Show. It's live every week, Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern at thebestshow.net, and you can get the podcast of the show every Wednesday.
0: Okay, let's start the Mark and Tom show. It's been a, a, a while. yeah, since we've done this, how do you feel about things?
1: <laughs> oh, that's uh that's a good open-ended
0: <laughs> I was um, that's like a, a trap. Well no I, I heard you over, heard you talking to Brendan there about uh, I didn't realize you were an animation voice. I'm one myself, but it doesn't sound like I'm as popular as you.
1: I've been doing this voice on, on this this Cartoon Network show. It's called Steven Universe, and I'm the dad on it.
0: So you're a regular.
1: Yes, I'm the first person below the exciting characters. Uh-huh. It's it's the kids. It's the kid Steven Universe, yeah. and then his three three women who are are the spirit type superpower forces in him because he's half human and half not human and i'm his human dad who is the goofball and it's funny because it's not the character's not super sexy in a way right and the when i was at comic-con a few years ago in san diego they were just they invited me to a panel and then as the dad well i didn't I have mean, to go in
0: costume but, but you were uh, representing was, <laughs> the show yes
1: exactly i was representing the
0: at comic-con for grown
1: men Yes, you know the yeah. the thing where I know yeah this entire city of San Diego is overrun by you know where the the <laughs> Padres the baseball team was just like we can't have games this week because <laughs> this city is
0: overrun by man people. children women yeah. children dressed like yeah Darth yeah. Vader yeah um, as a you can it's like hackneyed even make jokes about it. I have no sense of it because there would be no reason for me to ever go down there I've detached almost entirely from the nerd community by the way. I I think that's a fair move at this point. I I felt disingenuous about it. There was a period there where I thought it necessary that I go out in the world and do the meltdown shows and do the alt rooms that were nerd based. And I realized that I'm not one of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not the opposite of them. I'm not a bro or a bad guy or a jock or a villain to them. But uh, I certainly do not have the same interests as these people. And were you, did you feel like you were feigning it at no. any point?
1: No, but or what, no. what would make, what would be the overlap in the Venn diagram of, of me you? and nerds? Yeah.
0: Well, I think we're fundamentally sensitive people, but they seem to be interested in a lot of different specific things that require a lot of attention. I don't have that type of focus. I can't get that involved with anything. A comic book series. Like I crap out pretty early. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Give me two or three of them. I get the idea. I'm good. I don't need to feed that habit like that. Yeah, and be going back to the comic book store every Wednesday. I didn't grow up with it. I don't. I'm more concerned with people uh, liking me in a in a real way mm-hmm. than finding a group of people that do the same weird thing I do. Sure. Rather than just having interests. And then you never have to talk about who you actually are. No. I don't, Yeah, I'm the opposite of that. Yeah. I'd like to talk about who I am and not mm-hmm. about number seven of, uh, of Stupid Man. Yeah. You don't. <laughs> it's a, well, number seven is a
1: pretty good issue, though, I have to say. Stupid Man. It's, uh, <laughs>
0: Isn't that the one where he gets really stupid?
1: Uh, that's the one where he can't get stupid he loses his powers and then he's not sure what to do and then thankfully he gets bit by a radioactive <laughs> stupid bug yeah the death of stupid man <laughs> it's uh, now i i understand I, as a kid i would i i read comic books as a kid and then i would just it was this tug of war between music and comic books for a stretch and then it was just like no i just like music i don't like comic books anymore when i did this comic con uh a thing for steven universe and we then afterwards they were they said uh okay they'll, they'll, they'll do autographs at one of the tables and so it's me and all the other voices at the table and the creator of the show Yeah, and i was people were bringing these posters up that they sold and then they would like look at me and be like like i don't think i want you to sign this thing and like I, i literally at one point said to somebody it's like you know i'm i'm that guy on the poster i do the voice of him do you do you want me to sign your poster And he's just like yeah, I don't think so. And I'm a, I'm at this thing, and everything I've done with, with The Best Show and all this stuff carried, like, zero currents. Like, I had no clout you at it. You were nobody. It was like being in a different country yeah. <laughs> where just like, don't you know who I am? Yeah. I, I'm worth something. <laughs> you... People don't understand. I'm, I'm Tom Sharpling yeah.
0: from the best show. Yeah,
1: I've got value. If I was at a record store, oh my god, it'd be a different story.
0: I'd be talking to everybody. Yeah, I'd be a celebrity.
1: <laughs> but it was it was demeaning. Oh, it was. I was so I was the lowest person on that uh, on that that panel. Who they want to sign? Just a the kid? They wanted the kid and and Rebecca Sugar, who created the show. They wanted her to sign it, and the the voices of the gems who were the women on the show. And then I was just like it would be like if you were getting the autograph of everybody on like three's company and then you're just like, now nah, I don't think I want uh Larry. Right. Uh the next door neighbor right. to sign the thing.
0: It reminded me of this thing when I brought when I went to go see Lou Reed signing records at Strawberry Records and Kenmore Square. Mm-hmm. I told I've told that story a million times. But... Oh, this is I love this. You can please tell it to me. I it's my
1: favorite. <laughs> I've talked about this with John Worcester. We've talked about, about me making yeah. an impact? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Waiting online. So like, yeah, I'm going down there and I'm I'm gonna meet Lou. What my... album
1: is out now? Probably New Sensations. Okay.
0: So he's he's back.
1: This is Lou <laughs> Lou's yeah. comeback as yeah. a moped salesman. <laughs> and...
0: <laughs> yeah. I'll go down there. And I'm like, I I see the line, and I get online behind the guy, wearing the white jumpsuit, tall, awkward-looking guy, white jumpsuit, got an amp strapped to his back, and he's playing guitar. He's playing the Velvet Underground's greatest hits online. Yeah, yeah. I could have spaced it out a little bit, but you know, I, I, I maybe there's one person in between us, but that was what I was following. So we make our way up the stairs into Strawberry, and I see that Lou and you know, whoever the band was for New Sensations. I don't know who they were. There was like three or four of them. Okay. This is what reminded me, though. Sure. Of the person you know, saying, no, I don't want you to sign that. Yeah. So I'm like, what am I going to say to Lou that's going to be memorable, that's going to have an impact? And I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, and then yeah. I get up to Lou. I got a co- I've got got Transformer, mm-hmm, and I've got the New Sensations, which okay. I didn't care about. So they, they, you know, I got the two records and then, you know, the, the guys from the band, they start signing. That's moving towards Wu. There's like three other dudes yeah. and they're signing new sensations. And I'm like, okay, well they're on that record. And then they take transformer. Then the fucking bass player from new sensations yeah. just yeah. signs transformer. I'm like, you just ruined it. Yeah, you just you, what? you were
1: not on transformer, <laughs> just, stupid.
0: And, and you just, you just, you scribbled on my record. Yeah. That's all you did. If anyone goes, who's that guy? I'm not even going to know your name. Yeah. I don't know who you are. It's not like
1: David Bowie was next to Lou Reed. And, no. he, and he decided to throw his signature on yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Why'd you Mick sign? Mick Fucking. So that bothered me. But it didn't distract me <laughs> from my mission at hand, which was to connect with Lou directly. Yeah. And I look at Lou. I go, uh, he goes, how you doing, man? I go like, uh, hey, Lou, what gauge pick do you use?
1: <laughs> what? I think he said medium. He right? did. Yeah. He see, said that's medium. how much I I know the stories. Like, it's my favorite story. <laughs> I was so, so thrilled.
0: Yeah. Got to use a medium, and I did for years. No more. That, no more. Uh, Those days are over. When Lou died, I gave up mediums. Yeah. He Had took, to. He took mediums. He could
1: have thrown a medium pick in
0: his. In uh, his <laughs> yeah, Lou. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From here on out, out of respect for you, no more mediums for me. I'm hanging it up. Yeah. I'm hanging it up. But I play. A, I'm on a cartoon. I'm on Harvey Beaks. I I did one episode of Adventure Time. I played a non flying squirrel, mm-hmm. and I get like a lot, uh, some good feedback for that. People are surprised. They know our voices. That's the funniest thing is when their people are surprised about it. They're yeah. like, "Holy shit, that's Marin!" But uh, so I did one episode of Adventure Time. But then I have a recurring character on Harvey Beaks. Okay, Randall. The right. he's a cranky raccoon, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Basically, he owns a business, a store that has whatever's necessary for, for, for an episode to move through it. Okay. Like, I can sell anything at the store. I, I rent things. I sell things. I can repair things. And my mother lives uh, with me. So there's a little bit of that.
1: What what voice do you use? Pretty much this one. Really? And I just go. I just yell more. Right. It's brighter. I brighten it up. Like, Have you ever been in the room with those real voice guys? I've seen, I've never, I don't think I've ever been in a room where one of them is doing their thing. Yeah, but I've I've seen enough of watching them be interviewed and watching them when they slide into the yeah thing. It's really to know you're not one of those guys. It's kind of comforting to to not have that skill. Try to, I think it would be to try to find that gear and then be like, what would be worse. To not to try to find it and not have it, or to try to find it and find it, and then suddenly you're like, "Oh!" Like yeah. you're you're just talking yeah, yeah, smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when they go into like, <laughs> those are my favorite of WTS. There's been a couple. I think when you <laughs> talk to uh, somebody doing impressions and they slide into things, sure, and you're yeah. just you can hear you you just kind of riding it out. Like anytime you want to go back to the normal voice. I'm, I'm ready to talk to that person
0: again. <laughs> but um, it is, for that moment, though, it is kind of impressive how they could just go yeah. into it. But you to might... watch it is sort of freakish. Yeah.
1: I, so- I, I don't know how far out I could go with the thing, because you just, to me, you're doing the thing, and you, you, there's the, the one guy running the board on the other side, and he's just like... Uh, yeah
0: they punch in can you give us one more of those and right. you have to like look at that guy right. watch you do voices and stuff right and as he's like... marking it down number yeah. four i'd just be like
1: i don't think i can do that voice anymore this guy looks like he thinks i'm an asshole
0: <laughs> you've decided he's disappointed
1: yeah the board ops disappointed he, he i'm bumming him out <laughs> like
0: he doesn't want
1: he doesn't want me to keep doing
0: this. It is a pretty easy way to to earn some money though, but I you sing? I sing on
1: the show and it's really uh it's something else because
0: But isn't that been a
1: dream of yours? To sing? To you know, to
0: do music? Not really.
1: No, I knew pretty early on I was not going to cut it with that. I just uh to me the the if I wrote a song that was like a sincere song, it would be one of the last things I would do because there's there's no way I could go forward with after all of the all of the mocking I've done of everything and suddenly I was just like hey I just uh, here's a song I wrote uh,
0: I don't know a, where it came song? from. Yeah. It's it, time.
1: It's just I'm just writing something and the people are just laughing. They probably laugh louder when I'm doing like, oh this is funniest thing yet. This dumb song it's like well, no i was actually yeah it's like showing your, you my heart
0: your version of cats in the cradle <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you know,
1: maybe i'm not made for these times or something i don't know <laughs> who the fuck
0: is right doesn't it feel like i can't take it anymore i don't know what i'm gonna you know i don't know you know I, i'm at this place now where i'm like now what do i do because aren't i done yeah you're doing carnegie hall
1: yeah It'll sell out. Yeah. You're gonna do a sold out show yeah.
0: at Carnegie Hall. Why not stop? I'm I've I've no problem stopping. I stopped my show. Mm-hmm. It seems to be a thing that people are into. Gaffigan stopped his show. To just say we are, I'm we're I'm good. Because what's the goal past
1: that? I guess you have to be Kevin Hart then. And not that I'm putting I think Kevin Hart's really funny, but to just go, it's it's not even about
0: Comedy no, after yeah, a point. No, I'm not like that. I'm not even like Louis in that. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I still have in my brain like there's a place where like, don't I get to do nothing at the end of this? Mm-hmm. I don't know why I have that. But the issue I'm having, and I don't, I, and again, I don't, I don't garner a lot of sympathy for this. Is that um, uh, really my problem? Is what do I do with my life now that the struggle has lessened a, a lot?
1: Mhm.
0: You feel bad for me? Um I don't
1: feel bad for you but I understand that yeah. dynamic. I um I think one of the unhappiest stretches of my life was when I was when I was writing on the TV show uh, Monk and I was like 4 years in and I thought that a job was I had been waiting for a a job for so long that I thought it was going to fix everything. And I was just like, well, that's what's on the other side of the line. If I can just get that, then everything else falls into place. Yeah. And literally nothing fell into place. And I was just like, wait, this is what I had pinned everything on was (laughs) that it would suddenly all get fixed somehow. And it's like nothing got fixed. And then you're in a thing where you're the no, no one wants to hear someone with a job
0: complain about stuff because people don't have jobs. It's 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 yeah, it's gross. Well, yeah. And, and my thing is, is that like I don't like I have no desire to play arenas that that sounds horrible to me. And and also like I guess I could probably ha- I probably got a movie in me maybe to write, but I don't feel like I, I feel like doing it mm-hmm. really. And the other thing is I don't spend money like like I haven't changed my life at all. Like, people ask me, why aren't you up- upgrading? And I'm like, why? Yeah. I don't have a wife. I don't have children. I don't want to worry about a nicer automobile. I don't want to, like, you know, I, can, I can't even get the work that I need to get done on the house I have now done. I, I, I'm excited that I can afford dinner everywhere mm-hmm. without even thinking about it. Like, yeah. I can go to a supermarket, get a bunch of groceries. I don't even check prices. Just if it's what Lucky, you want, you get it. I'm just gonna get it. I'll get the good ketchup. I don't give a shit. Yeah, that's well, that's, that's a that's, bad example. What other ketchup are you gonna get? There's the one good. ketchup. There's one, yeah. there's the, even if you saw a good ketchup, mm. you're like, I'm not gonna get yeah. that ketchup. You're it's just okay. like,
1: <laughs> is, that, is that Mark Marin? Look at him.
0: He's, hey, he's checking ketchup. those ketchups out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's a, He's looking at the hunts. He just set it down. No one's gonna get hunts ketchup. Who even <laughs> now stay he's holding business? the Heinz. Of course. He just And now he's going up. He's going up to the shelf. He's got wait, he's taking that ketchup? He okay. can't afford that ketchup. <laughs> that must be like five dollars that bottle of ketchup. The fancy mason jar ketchup. Yeah. But it is it is such a tricky thing because your your struggle to just kind of get to where you got is pretty well documented. documented. And yeah. you've talked about it. But there's that point where you, what are you supposed to do now? It's like, it's like when people wish that Bob Dylan died on that motorcycle. Just like, well, that would have been the best version of the story. He did blonde on blonde and he's dead now. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> that's kind of how the, look i'm a huge bob dylan fan but all things considered i kind of wish he died on that motorcycle it would have been a much better story and we wouldn't have empire burlesque
0: the worst thing about people living a long time is just that the story continues and fewer and fewer people give a shit Do, you know like hmm. it gets to a point where it's like what happened to bob dylan I don't know he just just dropped dead on stage in the middle of a song. No one knew what it was.
1: Yeah, it's a minor league baseball stadium.
0: Right, <laughs> just <laughs> like, like fairground. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's like nah, we didn't know what to do. It's he was playing. Or he sh- maybe should not have been playing a town this small. Yeah, there was. We don't have a hospital but here. But
0: would everybody be upset? And then you know people would tweet it, and they'd be like, "What a horrible year 2016's been." I'm like, that generation's gonna go. Yeah, but like I tell you though, I. I do find when I listen to a Bowie song now that it I'm sad, mm-hmm. like I'm happy about the song. But every but now you're sort of like, wow, he really was amazing. Yeah, it's. It, the, I well, mean, I always felt that way, but now the it's even better. Well, now you can just see
1: the body of work as what it is because it's the book is closed, now, right? And it's like this is somebody could slide the story of this person. To you, and it, it has a
0: beginning, a middle, and an end. Now, but I haven't listened to the last record or really taken in the design of his own out. You know, going his own uh, his own death note. Yeah, I, I listened to it one time, and it was so I thought it was so
1: intense that it was just something I was like, I I will come back to this another really? time. Really, it's just I thought it was the heaviest thing imaginable to really to just control your art to that degree and to tell to have your life and to have art be the same yeah to where this is the level that this is how you make your art that when it's when you're checking out your art reflects you so checking it's, it's out. all there huh i thought yeah i i thought it was but look you can infuse anything with with meaning after somebody dies but i thought this uh, this he clearly knows what's Right. Well, because he, well, he's, he's ill. He's been sick. Oh, my God. But um, so what do you do now? What do you, what do you, what does, think Think about this. Well, I'm putting together that last record.
0: <laughs> uh, this So this is going to be, <laughs> it's like,
1: what if, what if the Carnegie Hall show is the most oh, no. morose yeah. show? It's like, I
0: think Mark is dying. What is he, oh, my God. What's happening? Why is he talking about this so much? Well, I'm going to do some acting. Mm-hmm. I just got cast in that um, glow show. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah, I'm going to be the one man, it seems, mm-hmm. amongst the 14 women. You know, is it? That's great. Yeah, it was like you, you know, I'm I'm surprised they cast me. The 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 description was he's uh he's got a, a cocaine problem. He sort of like uh didn't really live up to what he was supposed to do. He's kind of a schlock movie director. He has a problem with women. So, somehow I got the part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to try acting without having to worry about it being me or it, me writing it or producing sure. it or, like it, it, it sounds like it might be fun I'd like to have a good time that's what I'm looking for I, I'm, that's all okay you, I, you can know, do it I want to play guitar I'd like to play music with some people mm-hmm. that's another big dream is to like and these are things I, that I could do like rent a space put one on hold for four weekends in a row yeah and then, you know, just, you know, go play. But that, you know how that goes. Maybe you don't. You know, if you're an amateur guitar player, and then, he, you know, maybe I'll go get, we'll get some other amateurs, and there's like a room full of, there's me, and maybe Bill Burr on drums, or maybe some other comics. Mm-hmm. And then you get into one groove, and then you try to do a cover of something that's, that I don't know. I'm not a cover uh-huh. guy. Like, in my mind, to play music, I'd like to find a groove, lay into it, do it like endless boogie style. Just sure. sort of like, yep, let's yep. see if we can find something and just do it. But then I get nervous, like, is the drummer bored? Like, does the bass player need more? And and they're like, but they're like, no, this is what we do.
1: Yeah, that's why they chose the bass <laughs> is because they're like, yeah, I'll, I'll lay back over in this corner. And just do this. you, yeah. You
0: go. And uh, But I haven't done that yet, so I, I want to do that. And yeah, you can, there's. Well, what about you? But there's I mean, like
1: chapters with it. You, I think you put the Carnegie Hall thing feels like it just like, Because I think about when I saw... I'm downplaying it. I'm downplaying it. Okay, well, I don't want to build it. I don't want to build it up too You go ahead. But I I think about when I saw you... I hadn't seen you... I I saw you at... at, I would see you at Luna Lounge all the time. And then there was a stretch where you just weren't in New York as much. And I wasn't seeing as much comedy. So maybe I was missing you when you were here. But then I saw you at a show that was way like on like Hudson street. There was a place and there was like a show that Paul F. Tompkins and Janine Garofalo were hosting a thing. Does that Hmm. ring a bell? And then you came up and I was like, Oh, Mark Maron's here. Whoa. I haven't seen him in a while. And it was, I think it was, I think it was the stretch where you were like in the woods when you talk about, (laughs) yeah, like, I don't know what's next there. And you could feel it seeing you perform, You could feel that this guy doesn't have both hands on the steering wheel as of like you were you were you were fighting. It was like if it wasn't like a fight. Yeah. Like at that point, was
0: that like a. Oh, yeah. It was like, you know, what do these people want? Mm -hmm. Is this what you want? Fuck you. You Mm -hmm. know, like, yeah, like, you know, you're not going to like me. You know, like, I don't remember what it was. I was always I was so threatened by by all of them. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, oh, you guys all have your shit together. So I, I just, I remember just being dead in the water before I even got out on stage. Yeah, before. And that, it kind of felt like that. I yeah. mean, it was
1: still, it just was like, it was like you were, something preceded you, like like this cloud rolled out, and then you went under it. Yeah, yeah. You can't, yeah. <laughs> like, you're just like, yeah. oh, my cloud's yeah. out there already. I got to get out
0: there Now, now. to suck the energy out of the room. <laughs> Now that we've got a nice groove going, let's have Mark come out and make everybody yeah. <laughs> wonder why they're here. Yeah. And then the person after you is like, oh. I gotta go on after. That, yeah. The guy. cloud? Can yeah. you get rid of the cloud? Yeah,
1: <laughs> Can somebody get the cloud upstage? But that's like a different person now. Yeah. Like that person. And it doesn't seem like you're going back to that thing where you're trying to just like like where's the where's the fight? Yeah. And then cool.
0: you're not manufacturing fights. Well, that's a that's really the issue is that it like most of it was like I still have some struggles as you do as well, Mm -hmm. I would imagine. But like, you know, we're also two people that have invested a lot in our struggle. I mean, like it's the nature of our voice. I mean, we're different. But, you Mm -hmm. know, if you and I didn't have something to go up against for me, it's me. Mm -hmm. For you, it's everything else. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'm pretty happy
1: with myself actually that's the that might be the key difference between us is like you were just like what's wrong with me was right. your first question the first right. thing you'd ask minus what's wrong with everybody but me
0: i wish i was more like that i'm getting a little more because like, my along those lines it's like you know it's like uh yeah what's wrong with me and why can't i be more like that guy uh-huh you know like how's that guy winning yeah why is he winning why is yeah. it easy for him why is it easy for well, those guys? are
1: all my questions all that then, oh, we, oh. Just, then we just then we just go we're... into because i don't
0: talk about that though because for me it's just hatred it's just it becomes jealousy and contempt mm-hmm. it's there there's no sort of endearing voice around it you know it's just, <laughs> just fuck yeah. that guy yeah so
1: when you had that like when things started to go better and you got the podcast going yeah was it, it was it just like like layers falling off
0: of the the yeah what what started to happen was it took me a while to get over the fact that like you know like I I'm a comedian I didn't set out to be an interviewer mm-hmm. that was a hurdle when yeah. people were like I like your show I'd be like what which part like what show mm-hmm. which one the comedy or the well you know I'm a comedian too yeah that thing but yeah. then I, I stopped giving a shit and I just started to. To realize, like, this is something I'm good at. What it really came down to is, like, you want to feel like you accomplish something that people respect and enjoy. And it has some, you know, some relevance. And, you know, that was a big burden off. Like, you know, like, it was just a vindication. Is that the word I want? Mm -hmm. Where, like, all this work, though it didn't happen the way I thought has, you know, I've, I've done something. I've accomplished something. I've achieved something. Like, you know, I have, I've left something. I've given people a thing. A lot of people get a lot out of it, and that makes me feel good, and I can earn a living.
1: Yeah. Do you feel like you needed just a little bit of it to make you feel like I can start letting go of some of this
0: stuff? Like a little bit of that validation? Well, the weird thing is, is that, like, I've spent so long talking about me like, now I find that, like, on stage, I'm, I'm, like, talking a little bit more about other things, a little. That's happening sort of naturally. Okay. Like, I can put myself in my experience, but it implies a bigger thing. You know, I'm more relatable. Okay. You said that like Andy Kindler. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, that's just happening naturally, because I don't think... Because I spent so much time in my head and so much time being angry and resentful and and you know working really hard trying to do something, that I became insulated. That I don't know that that's maybe that's everybody's struggle, but it's sort of like just do it. What do you keep whining and yelling about shit for? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just wonder. Has it all been just some prolonged and persistent attempt at self medicating? Has this entire journey just been for me to feel okay?
1: If that's the path, and it's just like if you can get here, you will feel okay. I think that's a pretty good deal, right? Well,
0: that's all. Then it seems like that seems to be a lot of what I was working for. It's like I don't want to make a fortune, mm-hmm. you know. I I'd like to you know make a living, yeah. But ultimately, I'd like to feel okay about myself. And now, like I feel okay about myself. So now, what do I do? Is that the next record? Hey, I'm all right. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be a. This one's gonna be a little shorter, everybody.
1: That's when it becomes. Hey, it's me and six of my and six new comedians. I want to tell you all. I want you to meet these guys. You're gonna. You're gonna just We're like all doing pretty good. You know, I'm gonna talk for about eight minutes tonight in yeah. the show, and. Uh,
0: but st- things still fucking aggravate me, mm-hmm. and I still find that a lot of the same buttons that I always had are mm-hmm. still there. I still have these moments of like complete resentment and not quite jealousy but just sort of like ugh, oh, fuck that guy i mean like it's like it's it, but it's, is
1: it is it are you saying fuck that guy because you he has something that you want no, it's or usually is it because just,
0: i think they're full of shit yeah
1: it's just it, frauds yeah that's well that's the one that gets me is when suddenly same guy
0: um, Probably. I, I bet you if we wrote. I bet if we wrote. Can I write a list, it on a if piece we, of paper. If we, if we wrote ten. I'm gonna write. I'm to write a, a name on a piece of paper, and uh, and you just tell me. See, this is. Okay. See, now we're being di- diplomatic. Yeah. Like if we like.
1: Yeah, that's the one I would have written. <laughs> that would have been number one on my list, also. mm Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah there it is
0: that's the guy yeah. the
1: one guy I might as well print up a yeah. fucking pad with that on it <laughs>
0: <And then laughs> this, this one see okay here like... it comes
1: and then this is the one for me that would be right after the one yeah
0: oh my god yeah like fortunately he's like I haven't seen much of him mm-hmm. like you know he's off of my radar somehow here's who I'm okay with <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm okay with him now. Oh, okay, Well, that's good. It, it, not great, but you know, there's a, you know, we've gotten some peace. I guess I can mention I, his name. Kumail and I have somehow mended. Uh, I like Kumail. I uh,
1: saw Kumail one time on a plane when he was in first class, and then I had to keep keep right hoofing it back right with the with the steerage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like hey man, how's it going? And it's just like <laughs> look the exhausted flyers behind me just like we gotta sit down just like this is not time for you to talk to your fancy friend in first class oh, yeah. <laughs> just like that thing where i'm just like
0: yeah 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 mm, uh,
1: no maybe i'll see you by the luggage carousel yeah i'll
0: see you after like
1: that's because yeah. they're gonna pull a curtain that's not gonna let me uh, and i'm also not gonna slide up beside you halfway during the flight and be like hey how's it going like you're re oh you're you're watching something, oh it's okay, yeah. Oh you got a window seat, so I'll talk over this other person. Yeah, to, it's like no, I will maybe see you in the airport. Otherwise, I'll see you somewhere else right. down the road.
0: One time back a few years ago, Patton sent me nuts back from, from first. <laughs> uh Oh, that's that's so funny. <laughs> I think I, I guess what I guess what it is is that. Yeah, because obviously you have to have ambition and persistence to, to make it. Mm-hmm. But if I don't see the uh, like, if I can't feel the whole character, you know, you must be hiding some horrible monster mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's driving you. Like you know, there's yeah. something duplicitous about it. Yeah. Like I can't really hide myself, even when I'm being nice. You know, people who know me or can see through me enough immediately to, to, to disarm me. They they know who I am, but like I know that I can't hide both the bad and the good of who I am.
1: I understand that completely. I feel like when I get bothered by a certain type of performer, they, their worldview can often be: "Here are all the problems I had, and it's always had. Yeah. It's like, but now I'm solid. Now, yeah. like, now I'm fixed, and this is like a this is." a good version of like it's like it's like now i fixed myself the end and here i am fixed in front (laughs) of you it's like you're not fixed (laughs) you're probably more broken than you've ever been and you don't realize it and you're just denying how broken you are and five years from now you're going to tell the story about just like five years ago i was a total mess and i thought i was this but now i'm fixed again and and, but it's, it's these people this all they do is just say how they're better they fi- they figured it out yeah like, i'm done yeah i f- i fixed myself i'm great now and you gotta like me because i'm great and i'm <laughs> i'm totally solid and there's nothing <laughs> wrong with me and so if, if you have a problem with me it's probably your problem yeah not that i still have a pro- more problems than i ever had yeah and but now i'm just denying the yeah. idea of that i could not be perfect
0: and also i think that there's a thing where you and i come from a different like i don't think you went down any of the same paths i did personally but you know certainly our heroes were of a certain ilk like a lot of and this that goes back to what we were talking about the beginning about how i felt that you know performing for you know nerd culture Mm -hmm. was was not really i wasn't being disingenuous i was just being myself but how are they going to really take me in you know like i had this amazing moment you know in i went over to the the stages were you know to do wardrobe fitting for this guy, okay. You know, I'd made certain decisions about uh, about him, you know, like uh, character decisions. Okay. Now, the woman, the two women who wrote these, uh, Carly, uh, Carly Mensch and Liz Flahive, I believe is how you say her last name. It's a tricky last name, it's F L A H I V E. Well, anyways, so Carly Mensch is, is back there with the. I was doing wardrobe, and I said, I said, this guy. Like he does coke, but he no vials. He's, he's strictly a bindle guy. Strictly, you know, piece of folded magazine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Does it with the top of his pen, maybe with a key. You know, he's in it for, for you know that that it's his thing. But it's not a thing that he's flashy about. It's just it's, uh-huh. it's medicine. Okay. You know, he's just a, that's the kind of coke user he is. Uh huh. And she looks at me with this moment, and she she just goes, "Oh, we're so glad you're here." <laughs> <laughs> this is. <laughs> It's like, like you know, we got a real one. Yeah, yeah. This guy's the one. Of these, he's really this guy. He's like yeah. this. He knows this guy. Yeah. Like, I don't have any shame about that shit. But I think sort of the the kind of guys we're talking about is those people that are like, I'm okay now. I'm okay. Now. Is that, you know, well, what? Why were you not okay? What's what's what happened there? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you think you're okay now? Like, there, you can't just have the one without the other because then you're just a caricature of yourself. I think also what
1: doesn't constitute not being famous enough. That's not a. That's not Not a problem. Yeah, that's not a problem. That's like (laughs) because your career, it's not when you close your eyes you see one thing and then when you open them you see another thing because they're not lined up uh, in terms of how famous
0: you are. That you can't call that a struggle would you know see this is the weird thing because i haven't changed my life so much and i know you know fundamentally like i'm just now sort of arriving at the idea like you've got a writing gig yeah i've been writing on a on a show and it's a good show yeah and you're having a nice time Mm -hmm. you're getting paid money to write yep the best show does well yeah i look i
1: i feel like i i wish it did more than what it's doing now i feel like we've got a little bit of a closed circle thing going on that I I've tried to not make it a closed circle like I'm not doing it's not behind a paywall or any of that right. stuff I've tried to make it available to everybody however they want it and it just feels like it's still some it's just it's almost just too much of a thing it's it's I know it's the thing that I've always done my whole life where it's like you can't explain it in one sentence so then people just don't check it out because they'll just check out something that they can say whether they want it or not in that can be summed up in one sentence. It's just like,
0: well, the funny thing is it's a universe that for years, like to dip into it, you know, you're, you're sort of like, well, where do I get started? Well, any number of three hour shows. And I know that's the thing. And I've (laughs) thought about maybe the show should only be, no, I'm, I'm just saying that the relationship you built with the people that know you is deep and long and, and came uh, 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 in a time where, you know, they put the three hours aside. And it's not a length thing. It's just that there's people that have grown up with you. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, absolutely. And it, I, I, I the, the, the bummer is
1: I wish I could just get paid. do this show because it's the thing i like doing more than anything else but it's just the the reality of 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 reality is that it isn't and i can't and so i get paid from other things that i also like doing or love doing but it's not it's not the thing i feel like i'm best at like i am doing the radio show so that i i just have to make my peace that this is forever going to be some sort of compliment to (laughs) my writing on tv shows and getting work that way when i would love nothing more than for it to just be the thing that that could be my thing but it just is and that and look these are not big problems these are a young man i'm not equating this with like actual
0: problems no i know what you're saying though but it is something i have to figure out Right. Well, I mean, like for me, I didn't know that, you know, that the podcast would be the, the main part of my livelihood and that would be the the thing that I could rest on and know that was there. If nothing else worked out, was sort of opposite, like I wanted to be uh, a comic. Mm-hmm. Who made his living doing just comedy and, and was a big comedy star? That wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. And then the podcast was this thing I did that like I had no idea it would become this thing and it's fed the comedy and now I can do like these TV things. I had all these opportunities and but the podcast is the thing I, I, I you know I fall back on. It, I'm proud of it and I love it. But like I was a comic by you know first and foremost. Mm-hmm. and it took a couple of years for me to to realize like, well, I guess I'm this guy who talks to people.
1: Yeah, and it would have been very easy for you to be, to have been slid down that path to where you're just. Well, why don't you just keep talking to people and do a thing, and then you're doing less comedy and less right. sc- no, to no, where no. you don't do comedy anymore, and you're the you're the funny guy who you're the right. guy who
0: does interviews. Oh, he also does is, comedy. Yeah, that who's guy. funny? Yeah, I hear he does comedy too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's still kind of weird. It sort of still happens, but I get my point being is that we we, we both do okay, mm-hmm. and uh, and we get to do what we want to do. But my question is, do we really know that we're okay? I don't know. I what do you do for your free time? You just listen to I, records. I'm listening to records.
1: I'm I trying to. I'm trying to. Get I
0: read the, a book. What book did you read? Dreamland, by Sam Quinones about the opiate epidemic. It's great. I just read the Patty Hearst book, uh American Heiress. How was
1: that? It was great. It was so exciting, and just seeing how insane that was. Is that a, no- that a new point. book? It came out like a month or so ago. Really?
0: Yeah. yeah. So we're
1: reading. Yeah, we're trying. And so it's nonfiction. We're keeping <laughs> up. Trying to get I'm trying to build these muscles up to where I can get back to fiction. Like when people read like fiction, I'm just like, I'm like, what? How do what do you choose? Like I'm but I just I, I get like a a fiction. I start reading it. I read one sentence. I'm just like, I don't know what. I'm lost after like one sentence. Sometimes I'm just like, wait, who, who is, <laughs> what is going on here? It's like, and it's like, what, why is this confusing already? This is, yeah, <laughs> I'm, t- I'm two pages in. I'm still, I'm still, and like you could just picture the author just being like, wait, are you that stupid? <laughs> like you're, you're not supposed to be that stupid. You can't hang with this thing. You're reading too much non. I think nonfiction it's- just dulls your ability to read fiction. I'm
0: really picky about fiction. I'm trying to read the the new DeLillo, and I just can't.
1: But that's exactly the thing where I'm just like, am I just a lightweight now? Like I can't. Well, that
0: one's even understandable, but it's sort of like this must mean much more than I'm getting. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm. Yeah. The- I'm missing the big picture here. I got to build these muscles back up. But. but what muscles? Like, they make it difficult, and then they ride on their reputation as being important, and it's sort of, like, it's pretty sparse. Like, I read DeLillo's last book, and I'm like, I don't even know what that was about, and I finished it. I don't know what it's about. <laughs> that feeling of just, like... I, there were characters, they did things, there was a desert. I don't know what it's about.
1: You're like, oh, no, this is what this is, when you just realize, like... I'm deep into this thing it's not going to suddenly start making sense all of a sudden <laughs> you're just like this is the thing <laughs> I don't understand this I, I, they, I missed a lot of something in between yeah. this and the last book that made no, sense to me but then it's a, you can't just be like then there's that point where it's just like I'm not going to stop reading this I'm not one of these right. people who's going to be like I couldn't finish it yeah, no. it's just like no I'm finishing the sure I yeah. don't know what's going on <laughs> But I'm going to look at every page in this thing
0: until there's no more to look at. It'd be relieved. Yeah. You start doing that page count where you towards the end you're like, yeah. how many? Yeah. Okay, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. 30. I remember when I when I plowed through uh, Crime and Punishment, like because I couldn't handle it in high school. Mm-hmm. But at some point, as a relatively grown up person, I'm like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Talking about name problems, you're like, what? Oh, yeah. Who? Yeah. But like, but that trains you to like to sort of try to follow the thing yeah. I, I and i liked it that guy's a yeah. good writer dostoevsky i don't know if you've heard of him i've heard good things <laughs> yeah i i read crime and punishment
1: and also and it was one of those things where god forbid you put the thing down for three days and then come back to just like, like who is who is these people again like like i'm expecting everything to be like a an, an hbo show and start with like a little recap at the top of the <laughs> thing and show me all the yeah. scenes yeah raskolnikov killed the yeah. guy like, and these cops the good cop bad cop yeah.
0: yeah that feeling when you have to go back you're just like
1: i guess i'm starting this book over again <laughs>
0: <laughs> no am i i don't i'm not too hard on myself like if i can't get through it i won't get through it because i was like i know i have it in me because when i picked up that dreamland book which is it was like did you read fast food nation no it's like Fast Food Nation for heroin. Okay. That's. <laughs> but. You could have blurbed this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think a lot of people, you know, still ate McDonald's. Okay. You know, yeah. and, and they needed to be sort of like really understand why they shouldn't eat McDonald's. Sure. Yeah. There's yeah. no one going like, I don't care. I'm still going to do heroin. Yeah. yeah. They're not even going to get <laughs> to the book. Like, you know, the, like.
1: Yeah. The thing is. You're not going like, to tell me heroin's bad. You don't need. <laughs> Like with food, we need some version of food to <laughs> stay alive. Right. We don't need some version. <laughs> it's not like oh, stop with that that <laughs> shitty fast food heroin. Well,
0: that's Why don't what just is- go
1: just go farm to table with the <laughs> well, good they,
0: stuff. Yeah, well, that's what they do. That's what the book's about. Black tar heroin's definitely farm to table heroin, <laughs> but um. But I was, I was in it. Like, I was like, I can't put it down. And mm-hmm. I was happy that happened. That happened with me with a couple of John Ronson books, too. Like, I like, but it's nonfiction as well. But there's definitely, he's got a definite point of view. But mm-hmm. Quinones was like, you know, like real journalist stuff. But I tried to read. I, I watched uh, Fitzgeraldo the other day, kind of made myself yeah. get through, you know, like wait that out. Because like, I had not seen it in a long time. I don't think I'd ever seen it all the way through. And I interviewed Herzog, and I'm like, I gotta watch Fitzgeraldo. And, like, you know, after about an hour, you're like, this is getting good. You know, like, you forget you have to wait sometimes for art. You know, like, art, like, you know, we all think we need to be doing it. But you forget that, like, well, you got to be patient, open your mind, try to, you know, let it happen. You know, get rid of your expectations. Don't be hard on yourself. Yeah, and it's going to... It's gonna take time to get that boat over the hill. It's just <laughs> with all of it. That's yeah. that is the metaphor for any art. I think that if you were to sum it up, why is Fitzgeraldo good? Because like art takes time. It's gonna take time yeah. to get the boat over the hill. And and then it's ultimately not gonna mean much. Because yeah. someone else's agenda, someone else's mystical agenda is gonna undermine your big understanding of things. And that is that is one of
1: the craziest. I didn't get the I didn't hear your Herzog interview yet. Yeah. It um but just that idea of like could somebody have literally lived the movie more than that you talk about David Bowie living the art and the art being the yeah. life and it's just like you watch burden of dreams and it's just like they they are the same movie it's the it's the craziest thing of just like well here's he's telling yep. the story of getting the boat over the hill and that's his fiction thing now here's a documentary about it about
0: Hurts on getting but the you boat know over the hill. What fascinates me more than anything else with with anybody that does something that that requires you know uh, you know that could possibly result in what you and I are talking about, which mm-hmm. is like you know I'm a smart guy and I don't know what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. Is that that commitment? Like you know, like that guy committed however long of his life to that story. You know that most people don't give a fuck about. Yeah. Most people in the world. I don't know what movie you're talking about, but that you know like that was his life. People who make movies in general, especially personal movies, mm-hmm. where you like and when you realize how long it takes just to get the thing off the ground, that commitment, you know, it really makes you sort of like, Well I, I I have to reckon with this. I have to as a viewer, as a taker in of all things intelligent, I think, have to sort of like give him due process. Yeah. Because this is not a small thing. Right.
1: And that's that's the other thing. It just feels like I keep at this point in my life. I keep feeling like it's like like is there a big do I do am I going to do one big thing or is everything going to be is this radio show the big thing? Am I doing it now once one one week at a time? And you turn around it's like no, that was your big thing. Yeah, like if you find out like WTF, yeah, that was your big thing. You're just like wait, what was when when do I do my big thing?
0: But but oh, you, you did but, it. But you were the, I was talking to you right about. With almost everything now, was it who did you tell me? Jason Wollner said that that a movie's like a
1: tweet. Yeah, yeah, he said there's no difference than mo- there's no difference between a movie and a tweet.
0: Right at this point, what are we going to do about that? I don't know. I think we got to play by a different reality. We have to say that that's not reality. I can't take it anymore. I can't like I what I've been saying lately is that like I think it was better when when not everyone had a voice. <laughs> it's <laughs> look i don't know if i'd go that far i like well i'm saying it in, in a specific context obviously i i believe in democracy and that yes. everyone should uh, have a voice yes, but absolutely. maybe not a twitter account well, and I, maybe, I, <laughs> maybe i should not have to engage with every voice you don't though i know you don't i think maybe it, let's reframe it i'm mad at the uh the shallow witless and sometimes cruel nature of Of the voices that feel like they deserve to be heard, is that better? Sure.
1: No, that makes sense. It used to be that you'd like from like the second humans existed until twelve years ago, you'd think a thought and it would just stay in your head. And the worst thing you could think is like, well, what if I let that go from my brain to my mouth? Yeah. In terms of the people you're in front of, (laughs) and (laughs) for like. For, for all of time, people would just let the things either stay in their brain or maybe say it in a group of people. But then now it goes from your brain to your fingers. Right. And everybody's in a panic to say the thing as quickly as possible. Things like b- whether the thought is formed or not or whether it's sure. like, well, maybe that's a mean thing and this actually might hurt somebody. That's why sometimes I'll world. just
0: tweet shower.
1: I now just... <laughs> I can't do Twitter anymore. I tweet jokes uh, once in a while. and I, I'm then, just and like, I've pulled del- back too. I delete them. Why
0: you know? do you delete them?
1: Because I just feel like it's not, why does this company say that this thing is a permanent record of something? Like I didn't, that's their p- business model, not mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I want, sometimes you want to say something and you don't want it to stick around <laughs> more than a day. That's their problem. <laughs> like, oh,
0: that's why they have Snapchat apparently
1: so that things can stay for a day and then they're gone and they're gone yeah but so and i understand that that's i won't do it i I can't do snapchat i've seen it and it's not for me i just yeah. there's a point where you just have to go now yeah, i'm gonna sit this yeah. this one out it's basically twitter is now just like some open mic night that some company set up and you go up to there they they're just like they set it up it's like hey look who wandered in here for free it's like hey we got mark maron's here tonight uh he's gonna be putting on a show fighting Ooh, with not uh, that good yeah not that one tonight mark maron <laughs> fighting with
0: <laughs> with people, some with eggs idiot. Their, <laughs> yeah about nothing
1: yeah, and he's doing it for our, at, on our stage. It's like for free. Yeah. How much did you get paid there, Mark? Oh, nothing, nothing yeah. and you couldn't sleep cuz you were <laughs> <laughs> still mad. Yeah. But thank you for contributing <laughs> to our company.
0: For that it's like everybody's uh, dancing on- and make sure to live tweet your insomnia. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it, that's what it is. That's all anyone's doing is live tweeting their insomnia. Yeah, it's
1: such a – I feel this like – This was
0: funny. This woman wrote uh, – the. I guess she writes for maybe Kim or some mm-hmm. Molly McNerney. McNerney. Yeah. She tweeted, we've given everyone an opportunity to express themselves online for a very long time now. What's plan B? <laughs> uh,
1: that's, that's great. That's – yeah.
0: <laughs> that's the best tweet
1: I've read in a long time. Because, like, what's – like, think about this, like <laughs> – 30 years from now, it's like, Grandpa, what did you do when this thing? Well, you should have seen. I used to go on this thing and, you know, these celebrities had these accounts and I'd go on and just uh, chip away at them until I finally reel one in. And there was one time when I was arguing with, uh, you should have seen it. It was like, like those are the things... He got like, all worked up. Yeah. I should have seen it. Up. And he deleted his account. It was so great. That was the one... It's like it's like it's like the new hole in one is like getting a, a, somebody to delete their account because you just wouldn't stop <laughs> the annoying them. Yeah. Well, you know, it was different then. <laughs> it was fun.
0: Yeah. Now we don't know what to do with ourselves. Yeah. Now That's they don't true. let us That's true. It took me a the, long uh, time phones. to frame it like that. That no matter how insanely cruel it became or how ridiculously uh, hurtful, that it was just some idiot trying to get you to fucking lose your mind.
1: Yeah. It's. The opposite—it just goes back to that thing where the opposite of love is not hate; it's just disinterest, and it's like that's the true opposite of love. So it's just like, no, hate is hate and love. It's just attention. It's just like you're you're making somebody's levels spike. Yeah, and it's just like I feel something. Like
0: (sighs) he's mad. Yeah, yeah, I got him. Here we go. I got him. Oh, you got a big one there. Yeah, you think you have a system of dealing with it. Through engagement, and then it just never pans out.
1: And then there's the inevitable. Two years go by. Then, hey, uh, will you unblock me? <laughs> like they, they, yeah, 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 yeah. They, <laughs> right, right. You're doing something. Like I think somewhere I said else.
0: something to you, like, yeah. you know, a while ago, and it wasn't really what I meant, and yeah. I never. Sure, it was. It's I, exactly what you meant. I don't unblock them. I'll unblock them. You do? Yeah. Like I had this one one time. I thought, like I said, I think I'm just gonna. Unblock everybody. And I think yeah. Doug Benson said, bad idea. Yeah. Because you're like,
1: why? Yeah. That's like a Batman movie where it's just like somebody like throws a switch and the uh, Arkham Asylum opens and all everybody runs out at once. Like, oh, no. <laughs> what we do? The city's overrun by supervillains <laughs> all at the same time. And now you can hear what they're all saying.
0: I I think it's just old Manny of me on some ways, but like obviously I'm being somewhat sarcastic, but I like there's, there's part of me that misses the days when there's just three networks and not all the information was out there. It wasn't out there, you know, And, and, and certainly the, the the behind the scenes information wasn't the mainstream of what information was or just the gossip and speculation wasn't what the mainstream information was. It's like, you know, you can really isolate your. No one needs to be on the same page anymore. And it used to be OK in a way. Maybe we didn't know some shit, but at least we were kind of talking about the same thing culturally. I, I
1: would gr- agree if it doesn't mean that there's just, like, this veil of evil going on that, like, when people are just like, yeah, you know, they are right beating yeah. the shit out of people when we just
0: don't talk about, we just no, don't no. see. You no, know, no, obviously, the, the, um, it's I the think,
1: give and take of that.
0: No, I think that, like, I'd like journalism and, and you know, that, that element of sort of... Um, guerrilla journalism and people taking upon themselves to 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 sort of seek justice and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's that's sort of a good part of the internet. Yes. You know that's 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 that stuff that's really revealing injustice and hypocrisy is great. But the other 99% of it that is just uh, positing false information conspiracy theories and bullshit and then people who are just working people's desires and anger into a froth for certain reasons on purpose i you know maybe uh, maybe i just can't wrap my brain around the whole thing but you also
1: can just say this this isn't the real world it's just it's 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 real until you say it's not real and then it's like okay it turns out it wasn't real Yeah, how about that? I I, I could just get off Twitter. Yeah. And after maybe a month, I wouldn't even think about it anymore. And then you'll just be like, Oh, okay, there's all these other things. How about that? When are we gonna do that? I started it's going very slowly. (laughs) I'm I'm not on Facebook anymore. Yeah. I just don't go there. Twitter I I just I I don't see what people tweet anymore. I just I have like a tweet deck thing set up so I just see what people will tweet to, to me. you okay
0: yeah. so you're weaning yourself maybe yeah
1: and it just it's I don't even know how good of a promotional thing it is when that
0: whole that seems like something Twitter created. Oh no, it's just... like you don't like you don't know what someone's feed looks like if they're following 2000 people and you're like I'm going to be in Denver. Yeah. And then like you know 90 people from Denver are like, "I didn't know you were coming." I'm like, "I tweeted it." I'm like, "Sorry, I'm following 2000 people but <laughs> yeah. it was pretty quick. Yeah. When did you expect me to <laughs> to track that like
1: yeah. I'm <laughs> scrolling through everything, okay, when did he tweet that?" Well, he's in Los Angeles, so yeah. I should go. Go. He tweeted, "I was asleep when there's he." So,
0: there's so much. Bu- it, there's so much bullshit to the numbers yeah. in general. Yeah, this is real life right out here, Tom. That's where it is. Just behind those windows, people in their sad couches.
1: Yeah, it's 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 okay to not live on the computer, and that's. I would. I'm thinking. I've been. I've been contemplating. It's like. I went I went with my mother to uh to Nashville a month ago it was just me and my mother we went for a few days because mm-hmm. she had never been and I was like I'll take you and I'll show you the city and and uh but she just has like this phone that just makes phone calls <laughs> and I guess she could she could text on it if she wanted yeah but I was like yeah I think that I think I like your phone better than mine. Like, my phone, first of all, is a terrible phone. Like iPhones are—they're bad. They're bad as phones. Yeah, it's like there's a definite rollback in <laughs> phone quality. It's like cause you can't now, lay down with them.
0: No, it, it's just like, because yeah. then your voice breaks up. It's weird, does that do it happen on yours too? When you lay down, and people are like I can't understand. People you know. can't. I have this iPhone six S. I guess this was six plus or whatever. Yeah.
1: And it's just like. I've never had more people say, like, I can't hear you right now. I can't hear you. It's like, what well, is a newer phone? Okay, that's great. They didn't space the thing out to where I can hear you and talk to you. It doesn't line Too up with big. a human head. <laughs>
0: You're holding a book to your head. Yeah. Something the size of a paperback. Just like, yeah,
1: so <laughs> there's a definite rollback in that. They're not... They're, one of these phones, now they got rid of, like, the headphone jack in the next iPhone. It's just like, yeah, there's no headphone jack in it. We won't use wireless headphones. It's like, I don't want to use wireless. What about these $300 Bose headphones I bought? Oh, I can't use those with my iPhone anymore. I guess I have to black, hook a, Yeah, Yeah. But there's just going to be the, an iPhone's going to come out, and they're going to be like, yeah, there's no phone on this one this time. Like, yeah. they're just going to eventually decide they don't want people making phone calls anymore. Yeah. Just like, nah, there's no phone. We, we <laughs> eliminated the phone part of the
0: iPhone. Only texting. Well, yeah. I was just home in New Mexico where, you know, I was talking to friends of mine from high school. And it's just the idea that, you know, I live down the valley, which is far from my other friends. But there was no fucking internet. There was no... There was no fucking cell phones. Like you had to call someone at home and go, "Oh, hi, Mrs. Meter. Is yeah, is, is Connor there?" And you're like, "Okay, I'll hold on. Hey, what are you doing? All right, I'll meet you up at the place." And that was it. That was the last time you communicate with anybody until you went and found them. Yeah. What were you doing?
1: Yeah. You're at a. Imagine you're at a rock show, and you all got out of the car, and somebody gets separated. Now you're just like. I really hope I remember what color shirt he was wearing, because I don't know. We're not gonna find him again. I hope Uh, he
0: remembers where the car is after,
1: because I guess I'm not seeing you. Yeah, exactly. And then, but then somebody's like sitting on the hood of the car for two hours. Where were you? (laughs) Just wanted like I've been sitting here the whole time. (laughs) I didn't see any of the bands. I thought we were gonna hang out. Yeah. Yeah, just like. Uh, It was like, that's what it was
0: like. Yeah. Just like you couldn't. And that guy's got that story. The other side of that story. Those assholes. They took off. They're (laughs) in that thing watching everything.
1: Like, I'm stuck here in the car with the thing. It's my car. They have the keys. (laughs) He drove. I I can't get in my own car. Like, Uh, just this. See, that's what we're missing now. Yeah. that doesn't happen anymore sitting alone stewing (laughs) because now (laughs) if you went to meet somebody and they just didn't show up you just uh, you used to just have to go i guess it's it's been an hour how long long am i gonna sit here (laughs) like and they're not gonna know i left and it's just like you're just playing this the mystery and no phone to look at yeah
0: Just you and your imagination. Like, what the fuck happened? What did I do?
1: Staring at a placemat on a table. (laughs) Yeah. Just now, I'm not ready to order yet. I'm still (laughs) one for one other person supposed to be coming. Just I know I'm tying this table up now.
0: And then you're just like, I guess I gotta go. Yeah. Okay. I'll just buy coffee to go. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Coffee to
1: go. Oh, great. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, it's, good. it's always good to talk to you. It is. I'm laughing yeah. my ass off. We're doing good.
1: Yeah. Uh, just this is one thing I, I think it's like just because you don't have everything doesn't mean you don't have anything. Right. It's like I have plenty.
0: Right. We'll a lot to, to be grateful for. Yes, I, I do, do have grateful? a lot to be grateful.
1: I try to be grateful and sometimes I can't. Sometimes I can get so in touch with being grateful and it's just it's just so comfortable. It's like. yeah. And then there's other times where it's just like I cannot feel the gratitude. No. Because it's like. No. Know, no, it's a it's horrible just, injustice. What do you want me? Like, I just get <laughs> irritated with, try having a little, uh, you should just think about what you've got. I don't have anything. That's the problem. <laughs> like, I do think about that, and I have literally nothing. <laughs> and then you go look at your records. And then I'm going to I'm gonna go into my car. Okay, well, there's one thing you have that right. there's, people <laughs> right. to, there's, there's hundreds of thousands of people in America just saying, like, a car. If I only had a car. Right. I could go get that job, and then I could get out of this house where it's a living hell in here. And meanwhile, I'm just like, I'm going to get my car and just go. (laughs) My stupid car that's filthy in the back seat because I had all that (laughs) stuff I was throwing out all over the back seat. Yeah, so I will try more gratitude. All right, talk
0: to you later.